Washington, D.C. is the hardest area hit by the partial government shutdown. Maryland is third. Virginia, sixth. That's according to an index developed by WalletHub, a credit rating company. Joining me with what's in the index and what it shows, WalletHub analyst Jill Gonzalez. Ms. Gonzalez, good to have you on. Thanks for having me. So this index has been fairly widely reported. I guess it's not a surprise that Washington, D.C. might be first. But what are the factors that went into your calculation of the impact? To measure this partial shutdown, we really looked at five different metrics. The first was the share of federal jobs. So that measures federal employment as a share of total employment. Obviously, D.C. was the front runner there, followed by Maryland and then Virginia as far as this area is concerned. We also looked at federal contract dollars per capita. A lot of contractors probably the most hit by this partial shutdown since we're looking at a lot of services deemed non-essential. We also looked at real estate as a percentage of gross state product. I think that gets often overlooked, but mortgage processing right now is hugely affected by staffing shortages in the IRS, the FHA, and the VA. Uh, so that doesn't affect this area as much as far as D.C. concerned, but places that do a lot of uh, real estate business in the winter, like Florida, like California, those are very hit by this. And access to national parks, so that measures both the number of national parks and the acres of national parks in a given state or in the district. And during this shutdown, we know that these parks are still open, but park staffing has been cut significantly. Most do not have any type of visitor services. Sure. And one of the questions I've been getting a lot is number two, which is New Mexico, just behind Washington, D.C. And I guess the default answer is, well, it must be because of Los Alamos National Laboratories. But maybe you can tell us more. There's a couple of different things here. I think the biggest contracts in New Mexico are the DOD and the DOE, which are fully funded. However, we have heard that most agencies are experiencing uh, some type of slowdown because they work with other government entities that are not functioning as they usually are or not functioning at all. So that's one reason why New Mexico is certainly hit here. Another reason, we looked at certain types of government benefits a SNAP is one of them. New Mexico is the third highest percentage of families receiving SNAP or food stamps right now. And although that funding will continue during the shutdown, it is one of the ones that is heavily in danger of running out, depending on how long this shutdown lasts. Sure. And uh, California is pretty far down on the list in the 20s per the index, which runs from zero to 100. There are 37. Is that simply because California, even though it has large numbers of federal employees, contractors, parks, is so big otherwise that the effect is limited just by the sheer size of the state? I think that helps. I mean, it's sandwiched in between Delaware and North Carolina, so I wouldn't say it's necessarily 100% of population play. Uh, But when we're looking at the share of federal jobs, you know, the other industries in California, uh, from tech to healthcare, are so immense that that share is a lot lower than when we're looking at somewhere in the Beltway area. And do you expect these numbers to shift over time as this thing drags on and Lord knows how long it's going to go? Well, I think that these states that are most affected are simply going to feel the effect more the longer that this shutdown continues on for. If certain funding does run out, like SNAP, for instance, then we'll see those states particularly that are reliant on these government benefits, uh, like Mississippi, uh, Louisiana, D.C. actually, still has quite a few residents that would be reliant on those benefits. That's where we would see these shifts take place. So depending on how long this government, this, uh, government shutdown lasts, 
uh, depending on what is running out and what is not, was able to really sustain itself. That's where we'll see the shift take place. And one of the factors listed under here is real estate as a percentage of gross state product. So the states that are most hit by the real estate aspect here are those, particularly now in the winter months, doing a pretty good percentage of real estate business. So places like Hawaii, uh, Florida, California, Colorado, places where you think people go to get away uh, for the winter, those are a little bit more heavily affected right now. However, Maryland is second between Hawaii and Florida as a place with really high percentage of its GSP as real estate. So Maryland... I would say more so than D.C. or Virginia, is really hit on all aspects here. We're speaking with Jill Gonzalez, analyst at WalletHub, which has ranked the effect of the federal partial shutdown on the various states and the District of Columbia. I guess maybe I'd like to explore a little bit more how real estate does relate to the impact. Real estate, we're looking at the actual number of transactions here that are able to take place. So because right now mortgage processing is affected by staffing shortages in the IRS, the FHA, the VA, a lot of people, particularly, you know, in this area or in states that are doing a a lot more transactions during the winter months, are going to be hit because no one's able to put that stamp of approval on your mortgage. So essentially, you can be ready to become a homeowner, as many people are at the start of the new year, uh, and there's this holdup. You're not able to uh, make this transaction, which hurts the state then as well. Uh, It's similar to, you know, I think D.C. is particularly hit by this. People who are waiting for a marriage license are not able to get that final stamp of approval either. So a lot of these kind of niche services that you might not think of the government right away for. And you also had a little fun with this by ranking the impact average on blue states or Republican states or Democratic states versus red states, Republican states. What did that show? So this margin was very slight, uh, but the impact of government shutdown, the blue states are slightly more affected than the red states. The average ranking for a Democratic state was 25 overall. For a Republican state, it was 27. So a very slight difference, but still, you know, one of note. Now, is there anything that state governments can do in the absence of the federal presence that is affecting this? Can they do anything to mitigate it for their, their locales? At first glance, it doesn't seem like it would be possible. I really don't think so. I mean, all of these things that really need to be done by the federal government, we've seen agencies on themselves try to take different actions. Uh, The National Park Service, for instance, is doing something that it really hasn't done before and using uh, the actual fees from getting in as a way to extend funding uh, to really run the parks right now. So that's something that that agency has taken on by itself. It's obviously thinking outside the box, but on state, local government, so I really don't see how that's doable. Sure. And I wanted to ask you about something that WalletHub itself does. You help people with credit and finding the best deal on on uh, credit cards and so forth. With people, some federal employees, having well-publicized inability to meet all of their financial obligations that could affect their credit scores, is this something that they can keep temporary? and get a restoration after after they get paid back? Or what do you think the effect there will be on individuals? So this is something that actually we've seen happen in the past with the credit bureaus. If you're reaching out and you have an emergency situation, which financially this could certainly be described as, especially if this continues for much longer, then that's something that you can actually get marked down on your credit report. Uh, it, for how long 
it lasts for is certainly different depending on the situation. We've seen the same things done for natural disasters. We've seen the same things done for circumstances surrounding medical issues. But it's something that you'll need to individually reach out to your credit bureau, preferably all three credit bureaus, to really make sure that you get this mark placed on your credit report so that any financial mishap that happens now or within the next you know, two, three months, however they're willing to extend this for, does not have as much of an effect on your credit score itself. So that's certainly something to look into. I mean, that's the other thing here is that when you're in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, this not only hits people who are not able to spend as much, but all of the retailers locally that depend on government workers' money. So we're seeing this not only hit workers and employees directly, but really kind of spread out throughout the area. Jill Gonzalez is an analyst at WalletHub. Thanks so much for joining me. Anytime. We'll post a link to the shutdown index and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Verizon. With Verizon, you can now get a private 5G network, so you can do more than connect your business. You can make it even smarter. Now ports can know where every piece of cargo is and where it's going. Robots can predict breakdowns and order their own replacement parts. And retailers can get ahead of the fashion trend of the day with a new line tomorrow. With a Verizon private 5G network, you can get more agility and security, giving you more control of your business. We call this enterprise intelligence. From the network America relies on, Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available in select areas. Pre-qualification required for private 5G network. Terms apply. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.